Welcome to the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. This is the show where newcomers and professionals alike come to learn more about stage lighting. And now your host, David Henry. Hey friends, and welcome to the show. So here we are, episode 109 of the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. And today I want to talk about lasers in your stage lighting. And there's a few reasons why I want to bring this up. Now, some of you guys probably caught uh, last month over on the YouTube channel. We really focused in on lasers, okay? It was lasers month. We really focused in on lasers, and it was a lot of fun. Um, there was some stuff that I didn't get to go over there, though, that I, I really wish I, I had the time to. It's just the, the format that works best for a YouTube video is fairly shortish, um, and, you know, it, it's just, it's it's always tough to fit a, enough in and still get people watching through the whole video. Whereas on podcasts, people do tend to listen to more, um, whether they're in their car running, whatever. So we can go into a little more detail here. Um, also, you may have seen, if you do follow the YouTube channel, I've just gone ahead and published a review of a device called the Laser Cube, which is a really interesting new laser that can be used on stages, can be used now legally in the US, yay, and is the, the coolest part about it is that it's controllable uh, via USB through a tablet or computer. And so what that enables you to do is go ahead and put it into your show. So you can trigger it via MIDI. I've got a video that I did for those guys, uh, for the, the company Wicked Lasers that actually makes the laser cube that shows you how to translate MIDI to DMX, do stuff like that. Or you could just run it MIDI or you could just press on it during your show. Um, but there's a lot of cool stuff you could do, and it's a really cool laser effect for not a ton of money. And so I wanted to point that out here, too, as well, um, because as part of today's episode and as part of the launch of the Laser Cube here in the U.S., um, X-Laser, the company that distributes it, has offered listeners uh, to Learn Stage Lighting $100 off. That's right, 100 bucks off. So you can go to LearnStageLighting.com slash LaserCube. You get 100 bucks off. They send me a commission for that. Um, but it's, it's a win-win, right? Because I, I get a little commission. You guys get 100 bucks off, and you get this awesome, cool laser. So let's talk about lasers. Um, because So here's, here's my saga and my relationship with lasers over time, right? When I was a kid, you know, I got to see some really cool laser shows, and I'm really thankful for that because if – I haven't mentioned this a ton before, like – I kind of fell into this industry by chance, okay? Like, some people fall into the entertainment, the stage industry, by having parents in that industry or a friend or something like that. And I really didn't have any of that. Um, truth be told, from a pretty young age, like, I remember when we'd, you know, go, like, to the, the nearest city and there'd be, like, a, a community, you know, like a free music festival and we'd just, like, be walking around checking it out. You know, my mom would go check out, like, all the arts and crafts vendors and stuff like that. Um for some reason, even as a, a younger kid, I don't know how young, like I was really drawn when we walked by like the soundboard or, you know, the probably sound and lighting control. Like I was just like, like I would turn my head, you know, or the spotlights or whatever. I would just turn my head and look at it. Like I just remember this as a little kid um, and I don't have a lot of great memories uh, from then because I just, I don't have a great memory um, over the long haul. I erased a lot of stuff for some reason um, because I know people who have an amazing memory. Like my wife, she just she remembers so many things. I've heard that there's people. She's told me that there's people um, that have a memory where they literally remember everything, and that's not her. But <laughs> she has a great memory, and I don't. Um, but I do remember that growing up. And so 
I didn't have parents in the entertainment industry, so it's really cool to me that, you know, we were able to go see things like the Stone Mountain Laser Show in Georgia. That's one that still goes on today. Um, and it was an early laser show. And I got to see one also at our local theme park, Hershey Park, okay, that they ran. And uh, they, they introduced, and it was a green laser show that happened at night. And it was really cool. Um, so I had some early formative, you know, some really cool laser experiences that I got to see. And at that time, and when I first started in this business, lasers were large, they were expensive, and they required specialized people to run them. They, they required a laserist, which is still partially true, right? Um, these things were cooled. They, they were very hot because they, they had some sort of gas that would like explode inside them, basically. And so often they were water-cooled. And they required a lot of upkeep to get them aimed right, to get them working at maximum efficiency, to cool down. All of that required a really dedicated person. And so they were very expensive to run. Um, they used a lot of power, too. And so when you looked at, um, here in the U.S. especially, the legality of running lasers legally, um, because they're um, actually governed, basically, by the FDA, here in the U.S., lasers are um, the Food and Drug Administration, because if you get them in people's eyes or get too much exposure directly from a laser, it can be dangerous. Um, because they they required that that legality um, that's placed upon them, somebody had to understand that, follow all the rules, have a variance, etc. Um, that was one reason why you had to have a dedicated laser person, but the other was just practicality. Like, they were high-maintenance enough that you needed a dedicated person to run them anyways, okay? Um, also, back in the day, lasers used either an analog-type control or something called ILDA, which is also technically kind of analog, um, which is just the, the name of an international laser organization. I believe it's the International Laser Display Association or something like that. And that, that used a protocol to speak to the lasers that um, used these big, fat cables and proprietary software and it wasn't something that was within the reach of regular lighting people or sound people or anything like that. So it made a lot of sense in those days that you had a dedicated laser person anytime you were doing a laser show. Fast forward to today, though, and a couple advances in laser technology have made it within reach to what I would say is the average Joe running a show, right? And that does right, right? Uh, and you might see yourself as the average Joe running a show. So whether you're a church, a band, um, a DJ, lasers are now within your reach, okay? And, and what advances really brought us to this point? There's a couple. The first is LED-based lasers, right? Um, obviously, you pretty much have to have your head in a cave if you haven't seen what LEDs have done to our world. They're everywhere. They're bright. They don't use a lot of power. They don't generate a lot of heat, though the heat they do generate is dangerous to them um, and must be cooled effectively. And they uh, don't have issues with overheating. They don't have to be turned off from time to time. They just work really well, right? And so when lasers began to find their way, or when LEDs, rather, began to find their way into lasers, it now became a lot less hassle to be able to run a laser. It now became a lot less power intensive, so no more thick power cables. Uh, just a thin, regular power cable could run multiple lasers. And then the other thing that we saw is that um, lasers of the same brightness um, now had easier ways to control them, okay? Um, we saw kind of at the club level and club-style lasers, you know, various DMX lasers 
that could work via DMX. And then in the past, I'd say five years or so, we've seen another um, evolution in control, which is better control of lasers via DMX. So now the the real professional grade, you know, good good stuff lasers um, are controlled via DMX or network DMX. And you could do some really complex, really cool things with a single laser that can almost make it look like uh, four or more moving lights just out of a single laser, okay? And so that revolution really is where I started to get interested in lasers and why I started covering them here on Learn Stage Lighting. I, about over a year ago, maybe, uh, worked with X-Laser because they're the easiest way to get started with lasers in the U.S., and they have been for years. Um, and I go with them, and we produced a video on how to begin with lasers, and uh, we'll link to that in the show notes for sure. And, and that was cool. You know, it was cool to be able to see uh, their system, to demo their lasers, to have a unit to use a regular DMX laser, and also to, to demo the next part, which is called their Mercury system, which allows you to control professional-grade lasers um, in a really complex way, for, like a moving light, though, okay? And that's a big thing for lasers, because lasers didn't used to do that. <laughs> they really didn't, okay? Um, and so... You know, um, things like Mercury, and there's one from Pangolin called FB4, um, which is another laser company, and I think there's a third one as well, which basically, you know, they just take lasers and they they give you control like a moving light. You put gobos into them, etc. Because um, the tricky thing about lasers is that they're kind of a mix of a video projector and a light, right? Because the beam looks kind of like a light, and you can do gobos and stuff like that that make it look like a light. But the truth is, the laser can also do things a lot like a video projector, playing images, um, you know, animations, text, etc. And so combining those together can be a little tough. Uh, and so that's where kind of the next um, evolution comes. And it's this laser cube thing that I've got here sitting at my desk. Uh, it's literally this cube that's maybe like five inches by five inches. I mean, it's a cube. And... It's able to connect via USB, and now all of a sudden, you've got within their software laser OS that you can download for free. Actually, we'll link to it. It's um, we'll, we'll link to to Laser OS where you can because you can download it and use it um, without having a laser connected. You just don't get output, but there is a, a view that you can see what the laser's doing. And the cool thing about Laser OS is it gives you the ability to do pretty much anything the laser can do. Okay, um, and you know whether that be text, whether that be words, whether that be logos, whether that be music visualization. There's actually a lot of really great music visualizers in there, and uh, I've been using it uh, for a, a number of months here, and I got to tell you, it's really cool. So, um, so this isn't all just about the laser cube, but you know, I just wanted to kind of. As we get into talking about lasers in this show, and I know I'm 11 minutes in already, uh, really talk about like the revolution that has made it so that you're able to use lasers in a show situation and um, really create some interesting stuff with it. Okay, so like I mentioned at the top of the show, um, our friends at X Laser they're they're distributing the the laser cube in the U.S. and it's normally 12.99. Um, 
for the two watt laser, which is a really bright laser. It can take the place of a couple moving lights um, with how cool it looks. And they're actually offering it. Um, if you go through my link, which is at learnstagelighting.com slash laser cube, they're offering it, I believe, for six, eight weeks, something like that after this podcast. Um, if you add it to your cart and go to checkout, it'll take $100 off. So you got to go all the way to checkout. Okay, just, just letting you know this. And it's going to give you $100 off that laser, okay, um, which is super cool. And uh, they're, they're also going to give me a small commission for that as well, just for sending it over, which is we're very thankful for. So um, if, if you're interested in that, you know, go check the thing out. If not, no worries. But should you use, this was all the preamble, <laughs> should you use or why should you use lasers in your stage lighting? Well, as I've talked about, really all the barriers to using lasers in a stage lighting show have been removed, Right. Because the barriers in the past were, um, one, it was very difficult to get a variance. Well, X-Laser has a, a, a method of getting you your variance. They walk you through it. They help you fill out all the forms and answer the questions. Because, you know, like anything through the government, this is through the FDA, um, the forms you're filling out and the information they're looking for does not really apply super well to the way we use lasers. Because most laser use um, in the U.S., is like construction slash plumbing based or medically based. Okay. In the entertainment portion is a really small part of laser usage in the US. So because of that, the process of getting your laser variants, which is like a driver's license, basically, it just allows you to use a laser safely um, of above 500 milliwatts, I believe is the threshold. And it allows you to use lasers safely um, within certain classes, but any entertainment lasers that, that you'd be using are within those classes. Um, unless you're going like super high powered, um, and it allows you to use those, right? So that's that's the first step. Is you got to get the variants. X Laser helps people with that. The Laser Cube kit that we talked about that X Laser is offering a hundred bucks off includes that variants kit, and so X Laser helps you with that. I did mine during the holiday season, honestly, last year. Um, like literally, I think I filled the thing out like December fifteenth, and they say you're supposed to get them back in like I forget four to six weeks or something like that. And I think I got mine back in late December or early January. So they really speed the process along. Um, and, you know, we're talking about, you know, this is our government here in the U.S. and lots of holidays, which means there's a lot of days off for, for federal employees. Um, and they, they still got it through. So um, so first was the variance, right? Next is the fact that lasers take up a lot of power and generate a lot of heat. Well, that's no longer a problem because they're LED-based. They don't use much power at all. Um, in fact, the laser cube thing actually has a battery in it, which is cool. Um, and so um, that is all cool too, right? So um, so we got that going on. Then um, we just have the safety, okay? So on the safety side of things, um, you do have to make sure you don't put it in people's eyes, don't put it in the sky. And there are a number of other basic safety precautions and emergency stops that you have to take care of. Um, but X-Laser has materials on training on all that too. So basically what I'm trying to say here is I think it's it's really cool to be able to use lasers in lighting today. And you are able to use lasers in lighting today because all of the things that would hold you back previously are no longer issues. And that's stinking cool. So now that we're, we're past all the hurdles, why use a laser in your stage lighting? 
the best way that I like to describe this is a laser is good in stage lighting for really two purposes. The first is kind of the duh, right? If you want a laser type effect, like the room gets dark, a green or another color laser, you know, scans across the room overhead um, in a sea of fog and it looks amazing, right? That's a, a reason to use a laser. If you want to write words on the side of a building, um, you, you probably want to use a laser, right? Um, but the second reason, the second type of situation that you'd want to use a laser in is not as obvious, okay? So say you're, you're humming along on a, a mid-sized stage and you're a band or a church or whatever, and say you have, let's just say, eight moving lights, okay? And each of those moving lights, they may have cost you anywhere between about $1,000 a piece, maybe less, um, you know, depending if they're spot wash beam or hybrid, um, all the way up to 10000 or more, right? And you've got eight of those, right? So that means you've spent either 8000 to $80,000. Boy, David, that is a wide range, isn't it? <laughs> but say you've spent ten grand on these eight moving lights, and that's most of your lighting show, right? And you've got maybe some LED pars and some other stuff. Um, and you're looking to get some more impact out of your show. You're looking for a new effect to give you more punch. Well, to get more punch out of that rig, if you were just adding a couple more moving lights you'd see a marginal improvement, right? You'd see, okay, you know, I had eight moving lights, now I have 10. It looks a little better, but it's not game-changing, right? Say you go out to X-Laser, okay? I'm just going to go to their website. And you buy a two-watt laser, okay? The laser cube's $12.99, or they've got um, a Mercury laser, which is their... Um, they call it their uh, Skywriter HPX M2, and that's $2,500, okay? Um, and, and that's the, the online cost. Of course, if you talk to a dealer, you could probably do a little better, right? Now you've got a two-watt laser, which for lasers is bright, okay? And you're able to really cut through those eight moving lights you have really well. Um, the brighter lasers are, it's really about how far they shoot, um, is, is where you see the most impact in that, okay? And you're able to now make any pattern, any combination of colors that you want. You're able to do text, you're able to put in custom gobos, whatever, all out of this laser that's 2,500 bucks, whereas you may have bought two more moving lights and it, you may, it may have cost you three grand, it may have cost you six grand. Well, for, you know, 2,500 for a, uh, a two-watt laser, or the, the next one up is a 5-watt, which is really bright comparatively for a small to mid-sized venue. And uh, that one's about 6500 right? So if we're talking numbers, like, for the cost of, like, two more moving lights, you know, there, there might be a marginal improvement there. But if you go ahead and add yourself a laser, you'll probably see a much bigger improvement. On a small stage, the, uh, the laser cube can work really great. And so... Um, basically what I'm trying to answer here is, is the why behind it. Right. And I think, uh, lasers, we're seeing them used more and more in churches. We're seeing them used more and more for bands. We're seeing them more and more for DJs. I want DJs always use them all on actually. Um, but uh, people are finding out and people are learning that lasers can do some really, really cool stuff. Okay. They do some really cool looking stuff. And they're less exp expensive and have less barriers of entry than ever before, okay? And that's the really cool thing about it is 
you can do this, right? It used to be that lasers really were totally off limits. You know, there's no way that you'd be able to get to them, et cetera, et cetera. But now you can. And so, you know, at the end of today's show, what what do I want the average listener? What do I want you to do? Well, you know, look ahead. Look at your show or the type of services you're doing. And think about if a laser could be right for you. It doesn't have to be just laser type, you know, haze filled, um, you know, dance or, you know, DJ type rave type effects, right? It, lasers don't have to be that anymore. They can be more than that. And that's a super cool thing. And the fact that you can do subtle fades in and out, switch between different colored looks instantly. Like, think about how moving lights switch through gobos, right? Think about how ugly that is if you need to switch a gobo mid-song and a moving light, or you want to change colors, or you want to put two colors out of the front of a moving light. You can't do it. Well, with a laser, you can. And you can modulate those colors with a sharp edge beam as you go. Or you can flip the laser around instead of using it the typical way, like beams in the air. You can flip it around, and you can point it at a stage backdrop. And get some really cool looks on there as well. You could, with the laser cube, they're actually designed, uh, the one that I've reviewed and checked out, we'll have a link to the review in the show notes as well. Um, it's on YouTube on my channel. Um, but uh, with that guy, you know, you're able to go ahead and it can sh- it can throw really short. And there's a, an extra lens you can get for it too. Uh, I forget if the X-Laser one comes with it or not. Let's find out. Um, but it's got a short throw lens on it that allows you to go ahead and, uh, yeah, it's got the, the short throw, the expander kit that allows you to put it really close to a backdrop or something like that, just a couple feet away, and get a pretty wide projection on it and, and do so safely. So there's a lot of cool stuff about this, and I just want to kind of inspire you more than anything else with this um, because I've had this laser cube uh, probably for almost six months now. And I've been playing with them. I've been using them, you know, making videos, um, putting them in the labs and things like that, and reviewing it. And, you know, whether you think about the laser cube or another laser, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter if you go through a brand that I don't know. But, I mean, X-Lasers are the easiest because they help you get the variants. They deal with all that. Even renewing your variants is, like, stupid simple with them on a yearly basis. But all that rambling to say, um, lasers are cool. Lasers are a really great way to create some new and interesting stuff in your stage show that you've never had before. And I encourage you to check them out. Uh, consider them. And uh, if, you know, you hear this about the laser cube and you're like, that sounds cool. I think I want to get one. You know, do do use my link, learnstagelighting.com slash laser cube. It'll take you right there. And like I said, when you get to checkout, not cart, but checkout. So add it to cart and go to checkout. When you get to that page, it shows the discount. And I appreciate you guys going through that to get your hundred bucks off. So, thank you guys for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Share it with people uh, if you know. And if you can, leave us a review on iTunes. It definitely helps. And next week, we're going to be back. We're going to be talking about visualizers. Why should you use a visualizer anyways? Is it right for you? Who is it right for? And, and what are the uses for a visualizer? We'll go into that and even more next week here on the show.